Boom. Hello and welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast Season 5. Never forget that to the best of us, protection's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle. Enjoy. This is going to be an amazing episode. We just slide. We just going to fly into it, you know. Uh, okay. On okay. Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast. You know, this is the podcast where the industry goes to learn about executive protection. You know, this is where we get the real deal. And today we have an amazing opportunity to do something that I don't think has been done anywhere else. We have two amazing- No, you haven't. No, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you already you gotta know. Get this phone off before it start ringing. Yeah, okay. no. Nah, Boom, you know. get it off. There you go. We've got one second, Dr. one second. Okay, solid. So we've got uh, Bubba Albany, who just got the Lifetime Achievement Award, right? Yes, uh, correct. Um, on December the 4th, uh, both Dr. Ali and myself were uh, recipients of Presidential Lifetime Achievement Awards and Special Congressional Recognition uh, for our over 4,000 hours of community service in our lifetime uh, in leadership excellence across the nation. Outstanding. And Bubba, you, you've been a bodyguard executive protection agent for how long? Um, I've been in the security industry since I was 17 and I started bodyguarding around 19. Uh, my first bodyguard experience was with Vinny Guadagnino uh, from the hit show on MTV Jersey Shore. Outstanding. And we've got Dr. Kalela Camacho Ali here. Yeah, with us. Just, call, just call me Mama Ali. It's Mama okay Ali. with me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, madam. It's such an honor to have you here as well. Um, and you've done so much. I was sitting here researching. You've been such an impactful woman. Yes. Okay, I can see. Yeah. So you know, you want know you want me to tell you something, Byron? Yes, yes, ma'am. You know, I've been I've been around. I don't know what four years now. Okay. And see, the thing of it is, every time we go on a venture together or something like that, it's we always you know see the people you know um, you know the excitement of the people and all that. And you know, life is a very exciting thing to be around people you love and trust. But this is the thing, Brian. This last trip that I had to go up there to see him, I ran into his mom. Uh -oh. And his mom ended up showing me this book. Okay. And this book is a book that a young boy did. Uh, when he was 12 years old with wow. one arm trying to write, saying, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. <laughs> uh, be your hand. He said, like a bee, your hands can hit what your eyes can't see. Now wow. you see me, now you don't. George, thinking he will, but I know he won't. Muhammad Ali by Bubba. Really? At 12 years old. Wow. This is the book that he did. Now, he hadn't even met me, man. This is like right. when he was 12, he did a story on Muhammad Ali, 11707. Wow. 11707 uh, by Muhammad Ali, and it's got his name in there. Mm -hmm. Little pictures he wrote and everything. It says uh, boxing. His boxing, showing his boxing clothes pictures, he he said here, and he was in the Hall of Fame. Talk about Muhammad Ali, right? 
This, right, this, right. Is, this is Bubba's book that yes. he wrote in his own little hands. You believe that boxing with Muhammad Ali? This was <laughs> a book. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take this. I said, let, let me have this book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it has his name all in it and everything. And was 117. And 117, that was January the 17th, Muhammad Ali's birthday. Yeah, right. Really? Yes. And it <laughs> says 117, 117, 07. That's 2007. Yeah. And wow. here we are, 20, 20, 23 right now. And he's my security guard for the last four years. Wow. Outstanding. He he like almost like he was just, he was setting up his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Way before he even knew it was going to happen. Now, who would think that he would run into me and be my security guy after all of this? That is why. That's a man with a vision. <laughs> that's a that's a young boy with a vision. He's a visionary. Right. That's outstanding. Yeah. And I said, I right. told Mama, I got to keep that because when I brag on him, I got proof that this guy <laughs> had insight and vision years ago. Yeah, from way now, back. That took the cake for me on this mm-hmm. last trip. Yeah, that's amazing. That's like, this I mean, it's amazing. To God, that's just one of Thank those things. Thank you, Bubba. Thank You're you. You're welcome. <laughs> so how is how has Bubba became such a meaningful protector or bodyguard for you? For all the people listening that are like, wow, how do I have a relationship like this yeah. with you know, my it, protectee? It was almost like instant, not even knowing of this. When I first met him, I just... He didn't have to go through anything. And usually I go through the third degree, checking people out at that moment right. and and, and giving them an interview or something. That didn't even happen. It's, it, just, it was just like magic. It was like, Good. yeah, come on, let's go. And it mm-hmm. was, that was, that's how it started. It, I just wow. said, come on, let's go. I said, yeah. this is my bodyguard right here. So uh, uh, it was like, it was like an instant thing. Like you're just supposed to have been there. It's supposed to be there. Yeah, I completely understand. Not everybody that's around me, but but you feel things. You can feel something that's there. You just trust. You just unconditionally just trust the guy because that's the feeling, the safety, and the comfort that I felt at that first time. I usually check everybody out. uh, Usually the security guards. I usually have an instinct about them in the Mm -hmm. beginning. It's uh, it's it's a it's a it's a mother instinct, and uh, right. and you say, okay, I'll just, uh, I'll leave, just said, try it out or whatever. Right. I didn't say that to her. I just said, come on, let's go. That's let's go. Good to go. <laughs> now, now, but he might remember some stuff I don't remember. So, Mama, you gotta have, open that up and uh, yeah. share what you saw. Cause I, 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 I'm old. I, I meet so many people. So many times, I do forget little things. So, Bubba, right. I, I'm gonna turn it back over to Bubba. I'm gonna say, Bubba. <laughs> How was it when we first met? What happened? What went, went on in there? You're younger. You can remember these things. But that's yes, what I can um, remember. So elaborate on that, Bubba. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And uh, I can definitely vouch for that. You know, it was it was uh, pretty much just like that. And uh, the first time we had met was at, was at, what was it, Duffy's? Yeah, that was yeah. the first time we met at Duffy's. Yes. And he and, had a um, guy with him that was like huge. So I thought... <laughs> He was the Bubba. I thought he was Bubba because you know Bubba's are known to be a big, big guys. You know, yeah, big, this guy big, was like, yeah. "Well, how, how, how tall are you, Bubba?" I'm I'm about six foot. 
or he's so, like six, six foot. foot yeah. This other guy was like six five, you know. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, hi, Bubba!" And I grabbed him and said, "Walk on in here." And then the, the, the other guy came him over to my, and I looked at him. I said, "How you doing?" <laughs> like that. And he yeah. said, "But I'm Bubba." I said, "Oh, okay, Bubba." Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, that was gonna happen. I'm gonna ride, roll with Bubba, but this guy was so big, it was like I'm assuming this guy's Bubba. He's gotta be <laughs> and then the other guy tagged along. He was real quiet. He go, but I'm Bubba. Yeah, <laughs> I said okay. <laughs> That's how it started. Mm-hmm. And the other guy was Bubba was the quiet type, and see, mm-hmm. that's what made me. That's what attracted me to him better mm-hmm. than the big guy because. The big guy was doing a lot of talking, but Bubba wasn't. I said, <laughs> I said, I, I think I, I think I better start talking to this guy because that when you stop talking, don't say anything around me, mm. that's gonna grab my attention. Mm. Okay. Because everybody talking, want to say nice, say the nice things and everything. Bubba didn't say nothing. Bubba just said, mm. he said, <laughs> just waited. And I said, Well, wow. you know, uh, he was more interesting. To me, the the bigger guy. Yeah. But when wow. I found out that was the bubba, I said, "That's the man I want right there." He's quiet. Yeah. You know. And, and you uh, can do your thing. He's not trying to flatter you. You know. He's not trying to flatter me or nothing. He was just there. And he was like, wow. I, he's, he's 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 like I felt like he was saying, "Yeah, let the guy do all the talking." I'm, you know. But, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm gonna let him do all the talking. Let him get it all out. You know, and I said, well, that's the one I need. Then I start asking him questions. I said, yeah, you kind of quiet, eh? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm just happy to be with you. I'm just happy to be with you. I said, well, you call me Mama Ali then. He said, okay, Mama Ali. Okay, Mama Ali. I said, wow. You know, that's how it started. Yeah, no, that's so that's how it started. Y'all started flowing. And I do know what you're talking about when there's just a connection with some certain people in your life, certain yeah. certain relationships. It's just like you meet and it's like y'all were supposed to always maybe y'all were connected some other way. But you all oh, this is how it's supposed to be. And so it, I, it was I, it was a total anointing, man. I mean, it was just meant to be. It was it was, it was God was. Uh, drawing my interest toward him. And and not knowing this young man, I mean, I I, I can imagine what his mind was doing because mm-hmm. he already know he's been a favorite of Muhammad Ali's. He didn't brag and say nothing about him. He just mm-hmm. said, you know, you know, I'm I, I've admired him, and and now I admire you. Right. And and I said, well, thank you very much. And then he he stressed the fact that. Uh, that he do the bullying, and that was right down my alley. The bullying, I said, "Oh my God, I like this guy already," yeah. because uh, he's a young man, and mm-hmm. it's not too many young men have interest in young kids. Yeah, uh, you know, it's all about them. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's an ego trip when they're pretty young and pretty positive. This guy's been around the block for a minute, and um, and he's had awards. Helping your, the youth with the bullying and yeah. everything. I just gotta find my bull. I got a bullying poem that I wrote, I wrote a long time ago, but I wrote it. I wrote it down. I didn't remember it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna find that that bullying thing. I'm gonna find it. I got things over here. I was gonna try to 
Surprise, Surprise. Bubba. Yeah, when, when you hear my little bullying poem. <laughs> yeah, no worries if you see it. Boom, if you've been enjoying the podcast, I want to encourage you to come and train with me. Train with us, the League of Executive Protection Specialists. We offer online courses so you can train and learn how to take your executive protection career to the next level from the comfort of your own home. Uh, We offer on-ground training on everything from the hard skills of driving, shooting, medical, um, and into the soft skills through the executive protection immersion course, which is one of the most experiential, learning-centric courses in the executive protection industry. Either way, I want you to become part of the golden standard in the private security industry and join the brotherhood, the League of Executive Protection Specialists. Go to epspecialist.com and let's do our careers together. I'll see you there. Out. Uh, So what was the Lifetime Achievement Award about? You know, break that one down for us if y'all don't mind. You know what? I owe it all to Bubba. He's the one that put me on that platform. he, he's just like me. When he opened the door for me, uh, and I saw what he was doing, and he opened and said, no, you're coming with me. We're doing it together. I'm giving you, um, I'm, I'm putting you on the list for the awards. And I said, oh, my God. I said, he's sharing his platform right. with somebody who, you know, deserves it. And, and then I had to do the same thing. And I put mm-hmm. people on the platform with me. And um and he didn't mind it at all. He he was just so elated. Um, he knows that I share like he shares. We're a lot alike when it comes to that. And I put uh, King Yahweh um, on the platform because uh, he's done so much for the community in, in Florida here. And also um, uh, Sheila Chamberlain, who was the first female uh, pilot that, uh, flew the bomb helicopter bombers for the United States Army. Wow. And uh, she's the first Afro-American to get the first aerospace hall of fame as a female pilot, helicopter wow. pilot. Yeah. But most importantly, this woman is like walking history. And uh, she is not only a great Black sister pilot, but she is part of the Emmett Till family. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's related to the uh, Till family. And she's also related to the Wilt Chamberlain family. And her name is Sheila Chamberlain. I mean, this woman is like mm-hmm. walking history. And, yeah. and I admire her. She's my wingman. When we fly, she's my wingman. Mm-hmm. We fly. But I, I don't fly helicopters, only airplanes. And oh, she, okay. Yes, um, <laughs> no big deal. On you know, Maverick ain't got nothing on me. Trust me. Maverick ain't got nothing. I've, I've mm. owned a MIG too. So there you really? go. Yeah, I've been up in a MIG. You know, okay. I, I I don't really, I couldn't, I couldn't take one up by myself. <laughs> but but yeah. the uh, the Blue Angels taught me how to fly um, F, F-13, F-16. And I've went up with them. And I've had an experience to fly a MIG. Uh, I do. I can do a 360 in the regular one-engine, two-engine planes. I, I tip wow. them over. I tip okay. them over a couple yeah, of times. No I like idea. to roll over. I like to roll over. It's the best high in the world. Wow! It's, it's amazing. It's amazing to look up in the sky and you see the you see the ground. It's 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 the best shot in the world. I'm I'm telling you. 
You talking about energy energy shots? They ain't got mm-hmm. nothing on that 360. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got nothing on that 360, buddy. You be a high for weeks and you'll be down on the ground. You'll be on the ground to go, whoa. <laughs> That's amazing. So basically a lot of so this was a lot of community work. Yeah. Um, anti-bullying work was it Bubba? Um, uh, yes so um, you know uh, I've been doing volunteer community service since um, 17 years old um, from uh, coaching basketball boys and girls to mentoring kids uh, to being involved with the NAACP uh, local nonprofit organizations dealing with troubled and at-risk teens and so many other amazing things you know still I'm, I'm a current uh, high school basketball coach as well, um, outside of my bodyguarding, and yeah. um, have done a lot with anti-bullying um, all across the nation, um, tr- trying to get out and speak to children at public, private schools, martial arts studios um, mm-hmm. about personal safety and anti-bullying. You know, I'm, I'm a believer that God has blessed um, us as protectors, and how can I pay that forward? You know, there's a kid out there struggling that might not know about personal safety, how I know about it. He might not know what to do in a scenario, if he's in a, you know, life or death situation, or he's facing cyberbullying, physical abuse, um, verbal abuse. And if I can give him some of my wisdom and knowledge and expertise, you know, um, many could say, Hey, you know, you're, you're arguably saving that kid's life or being at least a renderance of hope. Right. No, that's awesome, dude. It's powerful. And I think one of the most beautiful things about it is, you know, a lot of guys kind of get their identity completely tied up in that executive protection slash bodyguard thing. Like it becomes an identity and it is very important and you have to pour a lot of yourself into it, but like you're, that is part of you, but it's not all that you are. You're still like as a warrior, as a protector, how can I contribute? How can I give more? And I want all of the people listening to take some inspiration from that, you know, like it is honorable service to protect someone and to stand between them and whatever it is. That is such an honorable service. But then to also say, hey, what else is in me that I want to birth into the world that can make it a better, more beautiful place? And then to go after that, that's, um, I think that's the way we're supposed to live as humans, man. So I just want to, I want to respect you and then give you some Thank you. 100%. Thank you so much. Yeah, but you know what, uh, Brian, yes, um, the fact that these, this young man is standing up and fighting for bullying. This is not a joke. This Mm -hmm. bullying thing is very dangerous. Mm -hmm. A lot of young boys have taken their lives. Yeah. And a lot of young girls have taken their lives Mm -hmm. uh, under the bullying umbrella. And this is, I mean, this is very, it's it's like a, it's like a horror movie. It's really like a horror movie, but in reality, and for uh, people to, to go into somebody's soul and bring them down so low that they have no way out but to take their lives. That's a very serious accusation. That's a, that's a very serious uh, landfill. Yeah. Yeah, these children, um, they're just getting started in their lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, it's horrific on the things that they say to each other. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that Children can be very, very cruel mm, to uh, one another, very cruel and uh, um, almost mm. like monster-like. Right. And I've seen the, rep- uh, 
the effect on certain children that I know that have taken their lives under this umbrella of bullying. It's not a joke, it's serious. And uh, for a person to, and it's a big umbrella to uh, hold up because you have to try to get with these people. You know what, That you know how uh, the service uh, police officer or a negotiator trying to talk somebody out of taking their lives or jumping off a building or, you know, it takes a good trained and skilled individual to try to negotiate mm -hmm. because when they get that far, it could go either way. Right. Sometimes nobody can break through that shell. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not the individual, it's not the negotiator's fault. But yeah. to see somebody go that far, that dark, and uh, and you see it actually happen, it's the, it's the most horrific thing you can ever experience. When Bubba um, talked about bullying, some of the best of us, oh, some of the best of us has experienced the bullying thing. Oh yeah, but uh, um, like I was saying, with the bullying thing, that yeah. means, and then you're putting yourself in a very dangerous situation to even help people, right? Because uh, if anything goes wrong, when it's already dark, you can't really control it, but you just pray that they will listen to your words, mm -hmm. and and that's what you have to. That's a big title. A lot of people don't want to get involved that mm -hmm. with that kind of uh action because. It's got a lot of consequences going behind that. You have to be brave. And yeah. I think Bubba's a very brave person person yeah. to uh encounter these people. Lil Muhammad, he um he does a lot of things with bullying because he was bullied. Some of the mm. greatest people I'm in sure. the world has been bullied. Muhammad Ali was bullied at 12 years old. Somebody stole his bike and he wanted to go after him and 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 beat him up and all that. And police officer, thank God, a police officer intervened and said, hey, bro, do you know how to fight? And he said, no. He said, why don't you do me a favor? Would you do a favor for me if I take you to a gym and mm -hmm. teach you how to fight? Then you can go after the guy. He <laughs> said, okay. He said, if you learn how to fight real good, we'll go after him. You can go after him. No problem. And now yeah. he went in there and started learning how to fight. I, I guess, I guess the eagerness of trying to get back at that guy was one thing, but yeah. The process was so strong and so positive, it kind of faded away going after the guy. <laughs> yeah. But he became heavyweight champion of the world. So right. that, that was a good trade-off, you know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Redirecting all that intensity. But no, it's 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 true. One of the things I always say is protectors are the white cells, the white blood cells in the body of humanity. So that's right. That's right. That's right. And, and 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 people don't realize, and they, they always say, "Why this happened to me?" He said, "Life, <laughs> life, and God. Yeah, when God is is in your life, it's not what people are doing to you; it's what God is doing for you." Yeah. So that's a big difference. Mm -hmm. Whatever you think is doing to you, it's actually be, being doing for you. Yeah. And that's yeah. the positive side of, of life. So you should have to think about that. The yeah. wisdom. If you yeah, know, wisdom is a, is, is a powerful thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, wisdom is a powerful thing, bro. 
We about to have some church oh, in here. Oh, man. <laughs> I saw this brother. Oh, man. You see this poster? Hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Wait a minute. If I take this thing off my, my screen, that screen thing, okay, the background, okay, King up. Oh, that's that's a blur part. I don't want no blur part. I want it totally off. Choose background, none. Okay, there you go. There you go. Can you see that? Here we wow. go. Oh, there it is. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. Bubba, you see that? right there. Yes, yes. That that's my that's my manager, Doctor uh, Khalid. I mean, he's the one that owns the B, the the Black History One on One Museum, Mobile wow. Museum, and he runs it. And I, I'm, I, I support it all the time because of the fact that. Real quick, Bubba, where how'd you get into executive protection, my man? Um. So honestly, um. So I started the industry at 17 doing security. Um, that was like my first experience. Um, and I, I was working the do tour, which is a major BMX concert at skate venue on the beach in ocean city, Maryland. Um, and just right away, you know, I fell like in love with it. I discovered, you know, my, my wife for waking up every day, you know, um, you know, I'm a firm believer in, you know, I can't wake myself up and an alarm doesn't wake me up. God wakes me up every day. My passion wakes me up. And, um, you know, above protecting people and protecting property as well, I also understood I can make a difference in the road and make a difference in people's lives. Um, you know, a lot of people you'll see, whether it's um, first responder or police or security, you either use that authority and that leadership for good or bad. Um, you know, I, I was a believer in, you know, um, my badge wouldn't come with an ego. It, came, it would come with a heartbeat showing people uh, being human, you know. Uh, relating to the human side of people and, um, you know, just showing people that um, I was just like them, you know, Um, just just had a a unique calling on my life, but I'm human just like them. And um, at that point, I had already had seven years of martial arts training in in, uh, many different arts, um, Taekwondo, American Kempo, study of the ninja, and was already a three-time national champion in sparring weaponry and forms. Uh, at the Ocean City, Maryland Grand National Tournament, as well as the Simba Dojagon Grand National Tournament in Landover, Maryland. And um, and then eventually just kept building my resume, um, getting training, uh, medical training, martial arts training, everything that I could, could obtain, firearm training. And uh, at 19, I was a security manager of a hotel next to one of the top nightclubs in the world uh, mm-hmm. called Secrets in Ocean City, Maryland. And okay. interestingly enough, I seen Vinny Guadagnino walking past me. And this yeah. was like, you know, when Jersey Shore is like one of the most popular shows. And um, I'm like, you know, I seen an opportunity to look after him. And right. I was like, hey, you know, instead of going through the lobby, let's get you up the stairwell. You know, because yeah. a lot of people are letting out of the clubs and the bars. And, yeah. you know, he, I'm sure he didn't want to be around that. People yelling at him, trying to get his attention, different things. So I walked yeah. him up. Um, and he ended up, you know, like tipping me very well, got me a lot of pizzas and just right there, it was like, wow, like this is definitely what I'm meant to be doing. Um, you know, just from where my resume was at that point, um, and just that, that opportunity. And then eventually fast forward, still building my resume, building my training. Um, I got connected with, uh, Swift, who was Cardi B's music producer, uh, in New Jersey. Um, he's, most known for um, helping launch and propel her career and getting her signed with Atlantic Records. And with just in, just like how I met Mama Ali, uh, with just in minutes of meeting him, he's like, hey, I want you to work for me. I never met this man a day in my life, never 
um, you know, never seen him, never interacted on social media. And just in a few minutes, you know, he basically said, Hey, I want you working for me. And the first day I met him, I already started bodyguarding him at the mall when he went out to the mall to go shopping with him and uh, his girlfriend at the time. And eventually worked my way up to being the head of security there at the music studio in Northern New Jersey. And um, was seeing a lot of people from reality TV to this is 50.com to celebrities, uh, influencers, artists, and just kept building my um, connections. And one thing they won't teach at any fancy university, not even Harvard, is life is all about people. And it truly matters how you treat them. You know, if you have people skills, you can do anything in life. You can bodyguard the top names in the real. You can make a difference in kids' lives. You can get into to doors that were closed for you before. They will open for you and it will get you further than any any education or money, just yeah. people skills. Yeah. And it's and it's funny because a lot of guys sometimes can take that the wrong way. And I always say it's uh, being, a, being a servant, the heart of a servant. Like you saw Vinny walk in the street and you were like, yo, how can I serve him? This is an opportunity for me to take care of somebody. And I, you know, I, sometimes guys get distracted into like it being about how strong you are, but this right. game is run by how good of a servant you are. Like, right. can I help Mama Ali with her mission, keep her safe so she can do what she's here to do in the world? What would you say, Mama Ali? You know what? I'm, to be honest with you, this is the total reason why mm-hmm. I, I suggest young boys and young girls to go into martial arts simply because it builds a discipline with you. Mm-hmm. It builds your tone. It controls your tone and your emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, boys and girls, they have very high emotions, very mm-hmm. high, and they're young and they just, and they're, they're like, they're like, they like a bullet, like a 22. Mm-hmm. And it goes in your body, it just goes all the way here like this. And they don't mm-hmm. do it until it stops. Yeah. And then it's like a bullet, you know, and mm-hmm. that's why uh, when you get shot with a 22, you're going to eventually die because it's going to go all through your body because it's 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 speeding. It's speeding. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a little bullet. It'll speed around until it stops, until something make it slow down. And yeah. and 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 these young people have so much energy and they, they don't know where to go. And in and, and martial arts. Uh-huh makes you calm down to challenge and put the energies in the right place. And it not only calms you down and make you focus, but it also gives you a platform to think before you act. And uh, a lot of times we don't have that discipline in our young children. That's why they're, they're like renegades because their energy is going in the wrong places. Mm-hmm. And uh, and being disciplined like that, like Bubba was saying, you know, you you learn about yourself and you learn about people in martial arts. And like you said, like even with the guns and everything, uh, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Right. You know, right. gun is just an, is, is just a tool. It's a tool. And if and if you're going to if you like guns and you want to play with guns, is this. Mm-hmm then that's the wrong thought you there's nothing you can this is a tool there's nothing to play with mm-hmm. and if more people know how to use guns the less people get shot and killed because then behind that gun you've got somebody with discipline they won't be the first one to pull a gun if they get pissed off exactly so that karate and that and all your karate and and your discipline in karate 
tones you down. Because you know what? I, I learned uh, the martial arts because I was a little girl, a real mm. short girl. Mm. I thought I'd never grow up. And uh, and uh, and then I learned these martial arts because no matter how big you are, I can handle it. I can handle <laughs> you. <laughs> so I, I but when it. I start growing, mm -hmm. less people start messing with me. <laughs> so, yeah. So I wasn't able to really kick somebody's ass like I wanted to. Yeah. Because and she's she too big. I ain't messing with her. Because they so, stop playing with you once you learn how to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's like, that's like, but you know what? The fact that they even said this, the fact that uh, I learned all of this and it wasn't for nothing because it made me disciplined. A better person. Yeah. It made me a better person. Mm -hmm. That's and, awesome. And with my religion, and I'm, 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 I'm in the religious thing and uh, you know, so I don't get like hot headed or nothing like that. So mm -hmm. my religion comes down with discipline too. So I got all this discipline going on. So mm -hmm. that's why I don't have a police record. a police record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. I don't. I ain't, I'm not gonna go to jail for anybody. My daddy told me if I go to jail, do not call me. The last person you want to do is call me because I'm not getting you out. Because I told yeah. you how to, and I told you what to do. And if you went across that line, then you're on your own. I ain't getting you out. Yeah, that's it's not my fault. Yeah. So you better talk your way out of a paper bag before you go in there. Yeah, yeah. That's and and most of the times, people, they hang around the bad people. And they mm -hmm. think it's cool. Mm -hmm. But see, you are judged by the company you keep. Oh, yeah. And yeah. if you find out these people are not, not, it's not worth hanging around. You don't need to hang around them because you're going to be judged by just being around those people. 100%. So that can put that can lay you in jail just as quick as doing something if you don't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. So, you know, discipline is very important. And, and martial arts, it's hard and everything. It's hard. Mm -hmm. But you push through it and it'll benefit you in the long run. Absolutely. More character. Not and let all you down. What would you say? Are there any traits you would say that you look for in a good bodyguard, Mamali? Like behavioral yeah. traits, things you yeah. look for? Because I know you've had protection. Yeah, and there's one thing I do look for. Because mm. um, you will run into some bodyguards that are bullies. Mm -hmm. There are people, there are bodyguards that are, are that total bullies. Egos and things. And they, they got egos. And see, the thing of it is, don't have no egos in your life, you know. Mm -hmm. um, oh, it, I, you know, somebody somebody told me about uh, uh, the way they thought what ego meant, and oh my god, well, that means uh, uh, it's almost like eliminating God out of the picture. Because <laughs> you become the God. God out of the picture. That's that's you your ego. You're eliminating God out of the picture. So that is not good news. Right. That's not good because God is always supposed to come first. Right, one hundred percent. Always, always. Okay. And see, the thing of it is, if 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 there was a big thing over us, something you can fear and see, like mm -hmm. God. It would scare you half to death. And you know <laughs> yeah. he's watching you and you get punished every time you do something wrong. Then people will have more fear of right. God. 
But see, they say, Pika said, well, he's not here. He don't see me. I don't see him watching me. And if you don't believe he's there watching, then you're, you're nine times out of 10, you're going to do something wrong thinking nobody sees you. It could be the least little thing. It could be stealing a piece of candy. It could be any little thing. But little things turn into big things. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 Huh? So it's it's just as bad. A little thing is just as bad as a big thing when it comes to God. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You, you got to have a conscience. You have to have, you have to develop a conscience. Mm -hmm. What I saw Bubba doing, that mm -hmm. man could have went any kind of direction, any kind and of direction. Yeah. And, uh, and the fact that he is a believer in God first and foremost, that helped him guide him to doing the right things with the right temperament and the right compassion for humanity. Yeah. And um, that's, that's very rare. That's very yeah. rare. When people see the power that you have and you feel God is awarding you with goodness, mm -hmm. then, then you might turn in the right direction. Yeah. Once you see that happening and, and this, this young man, he is, um, he's a blessing to be around. He, he loves and the compassion of people. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people don't appreciate him. A lot of people is jealous of him. Sometimes I've, 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 I've heard talk mm -hmm. about him around me and I stop him right there. I stop him. So mm -hmm. let me tell you something. Don't go there. Not around don't, me. Don't go Not there. Don't even do that. <laughs> you got to go out. You got to get don't out. And me. I've seen people's hint and, and just crack and hint little mm -hmm. things that it was just totally wrong for them to say. And uh, I don't know if they were testing me or what to see how close I am to. I don't know what their their thing was, but they I told them right away, look, you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get on your knees and pray. Mm -hmm. because what you're saying is not good. Yeah. You're like a snake with a tongue looking mm -hmm. at me, talking to me, saying stuff that you yeah. don't know anything about. So you need to check yourself. Yeah, you know, don't you, talk about somebody you don't know. Don't do that. Yeah. If you ain't, I mean, if you don't have haters, you ain't, you're not doing anything. Yeah, right? you're talking to, <laughs> you're talking to, you're talking to the right one. Cause I'm gonna set you straight right now. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't see that person no more after that. <laughs> Yo, Bubba, you got any, any uh, advice for people who want to get into the industry or things you've learned on your journey, man, when it comes to being executive protection bodyguard? Yeah. Um, I always recommend um, everybody that gets into this industry, don't just, um, it's all right to look at, you know, people like Byron and myself and all the other great protectors and be motivated, inspired, empowered, but don't look at what we do and think it's easy. Don't look at what we do and just think, hey, you know, you could throw on uh, clothes just like we throw them on and just be right where we're at. Uh, you know, <laughs> we, we, we had to do a lot of behind the scenes, sacrifice, <laughs> hard work discipline right. tens of thousands of hours of of you know of experience um that's right and that's right. um i i say that not to discourage anyone to be but to be realistic with people because let's be honest this is an industry where any given day god forbid you're you or your client you don't know when that time is up and um you don't know what what dangers are really out there even if that's somebody right. is high profile or high risk or 
things of that nature. You know, you, you want to leave every stone unturned. And, um, you know, if you're going to get into this field, I always recommend get, get training, get martial arts training, get medical training, first aid, AED, CPR, get tips certified, how to handle people if they're intoxicated or drunk. Um, get as much, as much as you can, you know, firearm training, get a guard's license and start at a beginner level job. There's nothing wrong with that. See how you like it. Hey, you know, how are you handling it? Do you like it? Are you able to handle the stresses? Are you able to multitask? Are you able to talk to people? You know, your words can start a fight or end a fight. Uh, are you going to escalate things or deescalate things? And, um, you know, so I, I say that. And what was the second part of your question? It was, I guess, like, what are some like maybe what I, what I had learned best so far. The best. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, just like, you know, like Dr. Ali said, just letting go of the ego. Um, because when you have an ego, you know, God could be waiting to bless you. He could have uh, a plethora of blessings above you and he can't give it to you because if he gives it to you, it's just going to fall right out because you don't, you don't see anything but you, 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 you with that, with the ego. And, um, You know, so just just being grounded and being humble. I've met some great people in this industry, um, people that have been mentors, coaches, people that say, hey, Bubba, do that or hey, Bubba, you shouldn't do that. And I'm grateful for that. But I've also come into account, unfortunately, on the other side of the coin, you know, people that, um, you know, that have the egos that aren't humble and you just pray for them, you know, because at the end of the day, I don't wish nobody any harm or, or bad because what you put out, you get back to you. And, um, yeah, that's, you know, some of the things and just to every day, put your best foot forward, you know, even when you're not bodyguarding your clients, um, how are you using your voice, your platform, your influence? We have massive influence in this industry, uh, and, and just in, in life in general, people look up to us almost like superheroes, you know, we're, we're these usually big, big, strong guys, um, you know, sharp, clean cut, excellent demeanor, discipline, and we're around these celebrities, we're around this certain lifestyle. And, you know, you don't realize how many people are looking up to you from young to respectfully older. That's and right. just just carry that responsibility with integrity, with mm-hmm. honor. And um, just know that, you know, on on our worst day in our in our field, somebody else out there, that would be their best dream on our worst day. So always be grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be careful, too. And uh, just it's good to put a spiritual foundation in your life because you want God to protect you because there's a lot of evil out here in the world. And uh, if you look at (laughs) most, I don't mean to laugh about it, but when you look at these movies, the first person to go is the bodyguard and the cops. (laughs) The first (laughs) one to go. That's the first one that's got to go. It's because the first (laughs) one is in the way. Boom. He's gone. So, so, uh, you know, it's always a target on your back. And uh, this is why, you know, when he say it took a lot of hours, mm-hmm. man hours of education and experience that goes with this. Right. This is not something you can just pick up and do. It's like you have to be uh, connected with mm-hmm. the 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 system of being around a person you know and like you said it takes experience mm-hmm. it took hours and hours you don't realize how many hours because all these days and years that goes by and you're training 
something always happens. Uh, it never happens the same way all the time. And, right. and you have to learn how to deal with it. You have to make the, make the right decision. You got to pray to make make sure you have make the right decision. And right. Um, you have to think before you make a move. You know, you have to think quick. Right. You have to think within seconds. And uh, it could save a life. And uh, uh, like like he said, you you will be surprised how much you have inside you that you can give as a service to others. Right. This all these years that comes together, mm-hmm. and you realize how much you learn. You you're developing your own mind. You're developing your own person. You're developing right. a person who is absorbing knowledge. Yeah interactions and uh it's just a beautiful thing and and it's an exciting thing at the same time because then you know that you this year has passed and you did good that year and uh it's time for the new year to come along and you pray for protection from above and uh and then you try to protect people below mm-hmm. And then, and then to learn to protect somebody—that's you're putting yourself on the spot. You're putting yourself in in the line of fire, actually. And uh, but you don't have to worry about that because you know God's protecting you, or whatever happens, happens. And uh, it's not something that's happening to you; it's things that's happening for you. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the truth. It's my favorite. That's my favorite line. I, so I'll be saying, why did it happen to me? But because God is above you and only he knows the reasons. Right. And you'll never be able to figure it out. So just worry about doing the right thing and being patient and absorbing as much as you can and mm-hmm. pray that you get somebody like Bubba on your side because, yeah. <laughs> you know, because Bubba's that's amazing. I, I feel naked without him. And I... I, I'm trying so hard to get things where we'll be back together again. Mm-hmm. And because uh, life does, life goes on and life puts you in different places for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm working, uh, I'm going to be working that much harder to get Bubba back down here with me. Because okay. he's a beautiful person. We know that our mm-hmm. body God is God. And uh, and nobody can be a better uh body guard than that we're just servants that try right. to help people uh at hand on this earth while we can right and, right uh, you know we have that spiritual foundation that keeps us uh healthy and uh and safe yeah 100 yeah it's all yeah. by grace but I, I love everything you said i mean you know investing in yourself you know yeah. it's worth it the beautiful it thing is. about investing in yourself is you might not be the biggest, the baddest, the strongest, but if you invest in yourself over time, you can become a better version of yourself. And that's oh, what yeah. That's what's key, man. A better person of yourself. You get yeah. you begin to bloom. Mm-hmm. You get to bloom and uh and you appreciate life. And mm-hmm. uh oh yeah, you appreciate and, and how when, far you when you see what's around you and you see all these things that's happening to you and you're helping other people so they can see what you see, mm-hmm. you know, and they'd be surprised and amazed the mm-hmm. kind of person they can turn out to be. Yeah. What it's would you say? Thing. What's um, something that, what's something that, I mean, you've lived such an, an, an interesting life, you know, what's something that 
that success has taught you or something you would want people to know from what you've seen while you've been here, you know, Mama Ali? Yeah. You know what? You know what? The, the, the greatest thing that I hear is I thank God I'm alive and mm-hmm. your success and your reward is when you do something and you can see somebody else pick up where you left off. Mm-hmm. That is your greatest reward. Um, you know, a lot of times, like Bubba don't realize that a lot of people see it's not about who you know or what you know, just the way you act. Right. Uh, you can help somebody. And a lot of times we never know the people we touch. We never yeah. get to know who they are. Mm-hmm. And this is what this is what's so rewarding. Mm-hmm. If somebody is listening to you or they seen you, they're secretly watching you mm-hmm. and they're absorbing you. And mm-hmm. a lot of times you never know what people think. I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Okay. I was in California and I was uh, uh, speaking at a technical uh, institute in California. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was in California, uh, this one kid, one kid, Young, young fellow. Mm-hmm. He was just like Bubba, very quiet. Didn't say anything. <clears throat> you know, you think when you, I'm used to people getting all of, uh, uh, excited being around me uh, and all of that. You yeah. see this all the time. Yeah. This guy didn't do that, any of that. You, mm-hmm. And 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 that brings it to my attention. Why? Why he ain't excited? I mean, what? <laughs> what's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? You know. <laughs> and so I just watched him, and then I didn't know anything about the guy. All I knew is that he he kind of he, he got up under my skin for a minute, you know. And and uh, and then I turned around. And I said, and then I was supposed to go to Hawaii mm-hmm. to speak at the University of Hawaii. Yeah. And I said, I'm taking you to Hawaii with me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I said, I'm taking you to Hawaii with me. You're going to go to Hawaii. We're going to go to a university. And, and he was dressed up in a white coat. Like he was one of the technical uh, students at, at the technical health uh, okay. college. And mm. uh, I said, I'm taking you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take somebody on my trip to Hawaii and you're it. And he okay. said, he said, okay. Just like that. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, not to just. Okay. I go, I don't know what this, what so is with this guy? Yeah. I said, well, well, maybe he'll he'll get Jojo. He see the airplane that we get take yeah. off and he's yeah, with me and everything. He get a little hotel room. We'll get a hotel room for him and everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I got him a hotel room there too. Well, we're not to dinner. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Went to the college and everybody. And I said, this is a friend of mine from technical health. He's a student. I'm bringing him on the trip. And, yeah. and, and, everybody, and everybody said, oh, that's I said, he go. With <laughs> 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 this guy, you know what I mean? okay, So okay. we come back to California. I said, do you enjoy your trip? Mm-hmm. Okay. Said, thank, thank you. And walked okay. away. I go, oh wow! So he held it, and okay. I go, "What did I do?" And then, and then this guy is named Don Doty. He it was his. Uh, he was a, a professor in the college, and uh, I didn't hear from the guy that time. It was over 
never kept up with him or nothing. Didn't write nothing down. It was and just then, like it never happened almost. And it's it was like and then ten years had passed and and I I didn't know where Don Doty was and uh and all of a sudden I see Don Doty on Facebook the professor <laughs> and I said I said hey man and he said call me on the phone man I want to ask you something and he said okay he said um. What is it, Ms. Ali? You got a problem? I say, yeah. Uh, whatever happened to that little kid with in the white coat? Yeah. And uh, he said, oh, 10 years ago? I said, yeah. When you took to white? Yeah, that guy. Whatever happened to him? He said, let me tell you something, Khalilo. He said, this guy was in heavy drugs. Oh, okay. He was in drugs very heavy. We had mm. big problems with this kid. That's why I was so shocked that you took this guy. We were so worried, but we didn't say anything. I we said, you didn't say happen. nothing? You didn't want that? Everybody was like, the guy was off. off, man. He was like, this oh, guy no. was like, we had to put him out of school a couple of times, came in high, and he was, oh, no. didn't know what to do with him. And yeah. see, the only thing about him is he had he don't have show emotion, so we didn't know how to react with the guy. Well, where where he was at in his head. Yeah. <laughs> He said he was going to kill himself. Matter of fact, he was going to kill himself. That day that you came to speak, he was going to kill himself. Wow. He sa- I wow. said, what? He said, yeah, that day he told me he was going to kill himself. And then you told me he was going to Hawaii. I go, well, at least he can't kill himself now. He got to go on a trip. <laughs> go on a trip. <laughs> and I go, are you, you kidding me? Are you kidding? And he said, no. Nah. He said, but you know what happened? Hmm. That boy got married. Had two wow. kids and he became a doctor because of you. And I said, What? He said, Yeah, he became a doctor. I said, Oh my goodness. I said, Where is he? I don't know where he is, but yeah. he became a doctor because of you. He told me all about you, how much he absorbed everything. And see, that was 10 years later. Wow. Just suppose I didn't run into Don Doty on Facebook. Yeah. I would have never known about the guy. Right. And see, that's what I'm saying to you. You never know who you are touching, influence and, and touch. Yeah. You never, you don't always know. You'll never know. And some of the best people will come out of what you did. Wow. It's not for us to really know. It's for God to bless them. Right. Right. So you don't know who you're touching. This is why Bubba mm-hmm. and you and me. Thank you. It's grateful that we want to share our knowledge with because we never know who's listening. Yeah. And it's the same way when people do bad things. You don't know who you're influencing. You're influencing other kids to be bad, too. So it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. You either get a negative out of it or you get a positive out of it. Right. And and that's why I don't give up Mm -hmm. helping these kids. I won't give up sharing my knowledge. I just mm-hmm. can't keep my mouth quiet. I can't be sit down and be quiet. Some people are just doers. They just go out there and do. Everybody mm-hmm. have a way of doing what they have to do. They're created to do, right? Yeah. They do it in their own way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what Bubba is doing, like I'm saying, Bubba, keep doing what you're doing because God is going to bless you and you're blessing other people under you, reaching out to them teaching them, saying and listening, they're listening what you're saying. Don't be don't underestimate these young people. They are listening. 
Mm-hmm. They aren't listening. They might not react like that other guy. Yeah, okay. But you never know. They react in their own way in their own time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So just, that's why I'm just happy to do what I do. I see why Bubba is doing what he's doing. I've been doing this for many, many years since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've influenced people around me as even as a child. Mm-hmm. And some people are just born with vision. They're born with it because they automatically embrace the creator. They automatically embrace and they appreciate it. And they know that whatever you do, nobody is perfect in this world. No one is perfect. And But that don't mean that you can't try to be a better person. Yeah, just exactly. be the best that you can be. Don't try to be perfect. Just be the best you can be. Right. You just worry That's about That's you. That's it. That's it. it. That's right. And that that you in you will emerge mm-hmm. and you will be so happy to know that you help somebody else. Yeah. And when I see the bait, when I went with Bubba up to uh, Maryland and we went to the school, remember Bubba? Yeah. Bubba, tell them what happened, the reaction of those kids at the school when we went up there and then I spoke at the, was it Gray uh, at, um, at Gray's but- Avenue? Um, Glen Avenue, yes. Glen Avenue, um, Glen. I know it started with a G. <laughs> yeah, so um, we went to Glen Avenue Elementary School um, to speak about bullying, uh, prevention and awareness, and, um, you know, manners, respect, etiquette, kindness, things of that nature, which is very important, especially at that age, um, right. that kids kids really start get, getting that foundation. Um, you know, and, you know, when we went in there, like, we had the whole school. It was like a full school assembly. And um, just, you know, so much supportive leadership um, from the sheriff's office to um, city police to uh, Maryland senators, uh, the superintendent superintendent for the county of schools um, Mm -hmm. and just so many other, you know, people from Board of Education. And just to see the the energy of those kids like and, you know, they had they had um, school ambassadors that greeted us. And, you know, just to see that gratitude of kids that are so young. Um, you know, and that just, I mean, just to bring them that joy, you know, I say this respectfully, Mm -hmm. um, that school was everybody in that school is below the poverty level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you bring somebody in like, um, Dr. Ali, um, you know, Muhammad Ali was arguably the most biggest name ever to live on the planet. And, um, you know, you bring in, you know, somebody that, you know, a lot of people don't understand Cassius Marcellus Clay switched his name to Ali because of this woman right here, Dr. Ali. And he's actually carrying her name. Um, and she's been able to still continue his legacy, um, you know, posthumous after his death. And, um, you know, that's, it's just, you know, you can't put into words of how powerful that was. There's not an adjective I could even come up with of how powerful that experience was for them kids just to see those smiles, to see them get the autographs to, you know, she gave kids um, personal jewelry off of her own wrist. I mean, just to, just to set that example of, you know, like I'm, I'm actually practicing what I'm preaching. Like I don't just come in here and say these words and then get back in the car. And then, you know, a lot of people do that though. Like they, they, they preach a message, but they're, they, they know nothing about what they're preaching. And Dr. Ali lives her, um, she lives her humanitarian work. 24 7 365 you know that's just who she's it who she is as a person um 
you know, somebody that has over 55 years of humanitarian work. Um, and, and it shows them too, when they get older to be humble, you know, that could be you one day to come back and speak to these kids. It could be you one day that is the next sheriff or is the next Maryland Senator, the next superintendent of schools, like right. dream big. And the only person that can stop you, she reminded them is them, you know, uh, right. whatever you're going through. And, you know, I just reminded them as well, like with the bullying, um, that person you're bullying, you know, they could get to a point where they don't want to be with us anymore. And that person could have the cure for COVID-19. That person could have been the next governor, the next president. Um, right. You know, they could have had the cure for AIDS. Like you don't know what that person is capable of. And That's the worst right. thing to do in life is to deprive somebody of their pride, joy, peace, and happiness. It's That's a, right. it's a, it's a detrimental thing. And uh, it's, you know, we have to be very cautious of our words, be cautious of, uh, what we're posting on social media, who we're hanging around. Um, right. You know, there's a, there's a big term they you hear it often is show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Um, right. You know, are you That's around right. positive people that love you, that pray for you, that whether your dream is the biggest dream in the real, that you want to be working for NASA or you want to be the president or you want to be the next chief of police, the next chief of, of the fire department, whatever it is that that person believes in it just as much as you. They don't, they don't hate on it. They don't have jealousy. They don't have animosity. They don't portray your ambitions and aspirations. You know, they, they believe in you, you know, it's, that's the people you got to be around. Right. And you know what, Byron? Yes, ma'am. But the guy didn't tell you. Let me say what Bubba didn't tell you. Bubba didn't. I got a kick out of this. I'm going to tell you something. You know, those kids lit up, but I lit up because... Bubba had these sheriffs, different departments, escort me through the city, running red lights like this. <laughs> I, I felt like I was president of the United States. <laughs> yeah, he did it right. He did it right. They had tubs running, opening the, the streets. Yeah, motorcycles running. Yeah, running the police and the motorcycles. They was all the lit up and everything. And this is the side of the Sheriff's department, you want to be at. You don't want to be on the other side inside the truck. That's the truth. Going to a jail. (laughs) You want to be on the other side of the police department. And and the sheriffs was so kind. They even met up at the gas station together. I even made we made one little chick nervous because she was like, I said, is is she okay? Because she was like, I don't know. Why are these cops? What's going on? But it, it was amazing how the sheriffs and the police are so looked up to these children. And they gave them so much respect. And this is what law enforcement, first responders, Mm -hmm. this is what they're made of. And you have to teach these children to respect authority and everyone around you. And it's not enough of that. I I was just writing on my my new uh, series called Pure Justice. That uh, it's going to be me. I'm. I play a sergeant, 
in a police department with a lot of detectives and police oh, yeah. that we work with the community called Pure Justice. It's a drama. Okay. Uh, it has its funny parts, but we're trying to expose the I issues that we have with police, uh, mm -hmm. with the community. A lot of times these young black men are killed because of ignorance, not because what they're saying that they're out to get black, all black men. No, that's not true. Uh, you might want to think Bro, that. Say it you out might want to think that. No, <laughs> right? that's not true. They cause a lot of havoc on themselves by being disrespectful. Exactly. And that's and that's true. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. They'll I mean somebody pick on you. Okay. Hey, they're not perfect out there. They right. got they got issues too. They got mm -hmm. they got racism issues. They got oh, yeah. they got jealousy issues and some cops got problems. Yes, they right. do. They need to be reformed. Mm -hmm. Yes, a lot of them do. But you got to understand this. These people are not here to patty cake and play with you with you and your criminal. <laughs> they ain't no time for no patty cake. Now, yeah. Be careful about no, no, your life is on the line. Right. And if you disrespect a cop, you're gonna go down the bottom line. Expect yeah. that. Yeah, and so, it needs to be that way. Otherwise, there's no order. Exactly. There's no <laughs> law and no order. order. Yeah. And uh, yeah. if we got a cop that's racial, got a racial issue, hey, trust me, he's going to show his face real soon. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And we will get rid of that person. But right. this is the thing. We got to respect and honor. Yes, respect and honor. They're here to serve and protect. And we have to right. keep that in order. The only thing about that is that I have a problem with is that the boys in blue, they like to stick together. But they should not stick together when you're in the wrong. That's what I have a problem with. That's a lot a, of them are sticking. You, you, yeah, you against it. If if a cop does something wrong, do not support him when he's wrong. Right. That's the only thing That's, I have a problem with, and that a lot of them get together. You're right. supposed to at least, I know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Yes, because they're officers. They should have a begin. But when somebody beats somebody and they on they on the ground beating somebody and it's right on your camera, mm -hmm. you do not dismiss them with pay. No, no, no. You do not dismiss an officer with pay. No, that's the first thing you cut off. They put their, their, their money. My mama ain't telling you how You cut is. the money off it's right happening. away <laughs> until you solve the problem. You solve Take the problem. away their pension. Get mm -hmm. them out. Because yeah, that's we're not going to tolerate that because you're supposed to serve and protect. And mm -hmm. if you dishonor that badge, right. you, you're out. Right. And this and is what we have to support. Yeah. Uh, now, there are cops out there that uh, I know some, 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 some uh, Caucasian cops. I know some sheriffs here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Caucasian cops that will do their best to keep a black man going into the system. Mm -hmm. But they cannot do that if you cussing at them 24-7 and hot spitting at them and doing all you know, kinds of no. stuff. Right. That, that's not gonna happen. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, we, we so 
Yeah, you, you, you got to not pull that race card saying Black Lives Matter because all <laughs> lives matter, okay? Oh. That's not good. That good card. My mom said it. Y'all heard right. it. My mom said you. so. That black, black lives do not matter. Mm -hmm. now, everybody's yeah. lives matter. Right. And we are here as one. There mm -hmm. is racism, but you're pulling a race card. I know your intentions is probably good. You got good intentions using it, but it's a race card. It's a race card. Do not use the race card. You right. know, but we all lives matter. And we and 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 and, and cops got to respect a black man, mm -hmm. give him the most respect. As long as he getting respect, he should respect the black man, a Everybody white man. A red man, a <laughs> yeah. yellow man, <laughs> all men should all be respected. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you disrespect, 100%. you can you can you can expect to go down. That, yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's right. That's it's simple. <laughs> yeah. And then they do have a little authority over you. Yeah, they can run the red light if they mm -hmm. have an emergency or whatever. Little things like that, they do have jurisdiction over you. Because these are officers of the law, and they can bend the law the way they see fit, long mm -hmm. as they're fair. Right. Long as they're fair, right. and and a lot of times, um, and if we find somebody bad, we just have to kick them out of the system. Yep, just clean. And you can only do that by being respectful and doing that little pen, little pen. The pen, write them out. The power is it was is within the pen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. so, so that's what I'm gonna say. I I play a sergeant. I I play a sergeant. Uh, matter of mm -hmm. fact, I was speaking to a police officer from LA this morning, and mm -hmm. uh, I was asking him uh, about the things that they do for the community and everything. And I said, send me some. Um, listings of the positive things that they do for the community, right. which yeah. they never broadcast. They like to broadcast the worst. So yeah, uh, he sent me a lot. He said, it's kind of funny, Kalila, uh, you, I, you are a sergeant now. You rank over me, and and, and I just met you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, awesome. it's just a movie, bro. It's just a movie. <laughs> it's just in the movie. It's good to go. Said, but I support well, you in everything you do. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's a good officer. It's Arthur Officer Rothman out of Los Angeles. Arthur okay. Officer Rothman. He's yeah. a wonderful guy. And That's so, uh, uh, majority of police officers, police force, we have, we have. This is why we have black men, black women, Spanish women, Spanish men, Chinese men, Chinese women in law enforcement, and mm -hmm. that is due to the gravitation of change, of growth in our community. Yeah, I wanted to be a cop just like my Uncle Jack. And I, as a matter of fact, I'm carrying his name in the Jack Boyd. I'm actually, my name is Jacqueline Boyd, but oh. my friends call me Jack Boyd. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm carrying his name in there because he was a black sheriff of Jackson, oh. Mississippi. Okay. And, uh, the white folks down there didn't play with Uncle Jack. They didn't mess with Uncle Jack. They said, look, y'all got a problem with Jack? I ain't in it. I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> white men do not mess with Uncle Jack. Because Uncle Jack not only was a good cop, he was also a big chef. And mm. he used to cook in a white man's restaurant only white folks went to. 
but he oh, was okay. in the kitchen. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was a, he was a black man that worked in the kitchen. Happen. The man could cook. Oh my God, Julie Child ain't got nothing on Uncle Jack. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, he used to bring us hamburgers when he come back from from the from the from the job, and then you go do the chef thing at the restaurant. It was so called Waddell's Restaurant. Only white people went there to, to eat until Uncle yeah. Jack changed all that. Okay. And I started letting uh, our black people go, but he he was a he was a he was a mover and a shaker, and uh, wow. he would bring me hamburgers, some the beautiful beef burgers, man. It was, and I said, "Where's the mayonnaise?" And he said, "No, it's not mayonnaise." I said, "We talking about?" I said, "I want some mayonnaise." He said, "That's not what they call it. It's mayonnaise." That's funny. Well, this has been amazing. It's been such an amazing, it's an honor to speak with both of y'all. Mama Ali, amazing just talking with you and learning from you for this last about an hour and a half now. I'm going to tell you something, Byron. Yes, ma'am. Not willing if this movie comes off really nice and we 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 make a hit out of it. I'm gonna have to have Bubba in there mm-hmm. as a a police officer. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna use him as a police officer. We he, he's I'm gonna have to make him. This, 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 that's how I can get him down here forever because he has to be regular. <laughs> he has to be. You know, we gotta we gotta make this shit work, man. He gotta be an officer. He's gonna be one of those. Mm-hmm. White officers that gives people problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll be able to pull it off. I'm sure. Yeah, well, see, he already looked like a bald head redneck right now. You know? <laughs> so he's gonna be oh, one. Of the, he's gonna be the. He's gonna be the real nice white guy. And yeah. you, wouldn't think, you wouldn't think he would be the nice one, but you they gonna say, "Wait, wait, oh Lord, this man." He's perfect. perfect. Oh, he's oh my God. He would. We're gonna use him as one of the white guys that. Bald head and everything, skinhead, you know, real mm-hmm. redneck. I want a real redneck in there to show people <laughs> how sweet and uh humble the rednecks down in Mississippi. You got a lot of rednecks down in Mississippi, just as kind and sweet as they yep. can be. Oh, and yeah. uh they don't tolerate foolishness, <laughs> they don't play. Don't <laughs> yeah, it's honor culture. Yeah. It's an honor to be with those officers, uh the sheriff's departments, because these people have been around a long time. And they've they've ran through some really terrible, 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 terrible times with black people and white people. And sometimes they just get fed up, you know, and and when you get fed up, you know, you what you expect, you know, you have to show kindness, consideration and respect, no matter what color you are, no matter where you go. Kindness and respect wins all. Always, always. It's a powerful thing. Like my daddy said, I ain't come get you out. You better talk your way <laughs> out of a paper bag. Mm-hmm. So we, we got some people rednecks down down in Mississippi, Alabama, and uh, they got the most kindest heart. I mean, they're they're out there, and uh, don't 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 judge Bush by looking at the cover because when you use kindness, you'll be surprised how how good a person can can if they're bad guys. If they you find you nice, they ain't gonna pick on you. They'll pick on somebody this week will fall for their shenanigans because they know how to push your buttons. Oh yeah. 100%. And to give you a, give them a reason. So you have to be careful about people pulling pull 
putting your butt push pushing your buttons. You gotta be careful that. All right, y'all. I, I gotta I gotta jump on the next one, but thank okay, you so much. Okay, thank you so again. much, Byron. Absolutely, it's an honor, absolute honor meeting you. And uh, Bubba, congratulations, brother. They, and both of y'all, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much. And uh, we and really appreciate it. I appreciate you having me, Bubba. Thank you for letting me join you and mm -hmm. uh, telling the truth about you. Cause I, I you know, cause you're, you're amazing. You're amazing. I can't, I cannot stop and, and, and say the right, really words I want to say about you is actions. I think is speaks louder than words. Thank you so much for letting me join with you. Because I support you. you and I appreciate you, and you are an amazing individual, and just keep up the good work. Thank you, and as, as you would say, Mama Ali, I'm just a reflection of you. No, <laughs> that's right. That's what I was saying. But uh, Byron, I got yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to bribe Bubba to give me that cap he's wearing on his head. I see he's got the president seal on there. But <laughs> <laughs> you get the cap, Bubba. Yeah, you can try to get I'm sure. Yeah, I have to try to get you one. Yeah, yeah, you're making me jealous. <laughs> no, you're making yeah. me jealous. I got to go to Chicago. This one, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but all right. We, we really appreciate it, Byron, and uh, stay safe and healthy and Happy New Year as well. Outstanding, 100%. Oh, one last question, Bubba. Where can yeah. people find you? All right, great. So uh, people can follow, follow me across all social media, at Bubba Albany. B-U-B-B-A-A-L-M-O-N-Y. And my official website is BubbaOlmany.com. And uh, yes, so I appreciate that. And also Dr. Ali is Dr. Kalila Kamatu Ali across all, all social medias. Outstanding. Well, I'm sure they'll follow you. We'll put the links in the description. All right. Thanks so much. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Happy New Year to you, Byron. Yes. Thanks so much, madam. It's such an honor. God bless. All right. Thank you. Yo, ladies and gents, little cheat code, the latest and greatest, don't hate us because you ain't are not us. Anyways, check it out. My C-A-M-C-K is a great tool to make any weapon that you have sitting in your safe woo, into much more formidable tool, right? Multiple points of contact, throw it right on optic on the top. Uh, you got a little light there. You got thumb rests. You can adjust them to fit your so if you haven't seen them, check out C-A-A-M-C-K. Take those pistols you have in your safe to the next level. Yo, if you're a private security professional wanting to take your game to the next level, go to executiveprotectiontrainingday.com to check out my personal success package for private security professionals. Check it out, executiveprotectiontrainingday.com. And remember, y'all, hard skills do save lives, but soft skills get you paid. Boom. Boom. And to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what helps me make this podcast possible, contributing to this brand, what we're doing here, making it so that I can bring better guests on, making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an America a safer place. Do whatever you can, contribute whatever you can because it makes all of these things possible. Thanks for those contributions.